Welcome everybody to Drunk in Your House. I'm Shits McMahon, along with Jerry the King Longhair. Hey everybody. We're back from the frozen tundra. The boys are back. Back in town. Oh, we might get a copyright strike. Dude, I'm telling Greg already that he needs to put that as the intro for this. Since it's our return. What, we're getting a copyright strike? No. Well, we might. I don't Hashtag know. canceled. Hashtag canceled. <laughs> If we haven't been canceled with half the shit that me or you said yet, yeah. we're never gonna get canceled. I don't know about that. And then we got a special guest over here. Yep, we got the uh, newest member of Drunk in Your House, Miss Bubsy. <laughs> Miss Layla, who's like, Dad, I want food. Or I want my pacifier. Can I have one or the other? Want that? Yep, she's bottled. Yeah. So, yep, as I sit here, uh, feeding my daughter. And drinking my drink, and Zach drinks his beer. Uh, we're back, and we're here to tell you guys to eat a bag of dicks. Oh. And or my pussy hurts. I don't know. Hashtag my pussy hurts. Hashtag, Hashtag my I'm pussy. Wash your ass. <laughs> I don't think we, I think that was. I think we jumped the shark, honestly, on the Halloween episode. <laughs> Once we Mr. T'd it, I think that was the highest we're ever gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still not trending, but whatever. What, the Halloween one? The Halloween one's at 80. Hashtag wash your ass is not trending on Twitter. Right, but nobody, I don't think anybody actually really listens to us. No. Because nobody's like, you know what, I should hashtag that. That's pretty fucking cool. Let's do that. Maybe it's Editor Greg just sitting there on different devices. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. He's just like, you know, I feel bad for these guys. <laughs> I like them. Let but, me just put this on while I sleep. Let me let me put this on as I take a shit. <laughs> it will help my bowel movement, <laughs> and I can be okay. Also, we should we should. Speaking of shits, well, before we get into that, <laughs> we should let's get in the matter at hand here. Two things, network related things. One, the most important. We'll start off with it. We got canceled. This we is didn't. The last one. We didn't get canceled. We're not canceled one. yet. Um. You got some, you got some heat, brother. You got some heat with fucking the professor. Did I? So yeah, you got some heat, brother, because you fucking you were the only dude, and not real heat. Let's put it like that. Not real. Heat. <laughs> I was like, oh. not like legit real heat. You have um, hilarious. If he saw you, he would spank you with something. Maybe not in like a fun way, but like maybe in a fun way. I don't know. But. Um, yes, you were the only one to bail out on the Wrestle Kingdom review, so, way to suck, yeah. way oh. to suck. I had a baby, and I made it, so, <laughs> what's your excuse? Depression. There you go, hashtag depression. No, no you know what, don't hashtag that. Hashtag no. fuck depression. Hashtag bright and sunny days. Bright and sunny days, hashtag wash OS. Hashtag do your Wrestle Kingdom 11 review, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, because I was or listening. Six. It was Wrestle Kingdom 6. Which I don't blame you because he did the uh, best to worst, or worst to best uh, Wrestle Kingdom 
yeah. reviews on one of the last podcasts, six was the worst. <laughs> or was it five or six? Five or six was the Dude, worst. The thing Don't blame is, you. is, so he's like, Wrestle Kingdom 6. I was like, okay. And then when I was going to watch it and try and figure it out, mm-hmm. fucking New Japan just like, no, shove that shit all the way down and never find it. And I was like, I can't find it. Like, I tried. And he's like, it's under this tab. I was like, I already gave up, man. Already it's gave. not there. Right here. I love you, but you're <laughs> at one of those points where you're like, I tried once. I'm not going back. <laughs> I ain't doing it again. This is not what I signed up this for. This is not what I wanted to do. No, because we were talking no, about, me and him were talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, lately, that makes sense. Lately, I've been really depressed about things. So it's just like... Uh, especially right. during that, because um, not to get all serious on our our terrible shitty podcast, um, <laughs> on our amazing terrible shitty podcast, <laughs> uh, winter from like you know no end of November to about February early March, my depression is just like yep dumpster just jump into it and stay there right but, so and I think I don't know if it's it, it's probably I know a it's seasonal thing, but it's not just though. I think a lot of people just—it's the time of the year. The time of the yeah. year is just terrible. Mm-hmm. So, and especially as an adult now, like yeah. you have no money. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, you have no money, and you're just like, I don't want to fucking leave my house. I haven't rewarded myself. I haven't rewarded myself with anything. I'm broke. Yeah, I'm broke. People, other things. Exactly. No, can't get my depression pizza on. <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true dude cause we're in the same boat you know what I mean like obviously different situations but similar you know what yeah. I mean like we fucking two kids now and lack of sleep lack of sleep and you're working all the time and you're trying Antarctica and... yeah and you're just you're trying to make it you're trying to stretch the dollar out and shit like that and then you're just like when fuck gonna be my time <laughs> when's the tax coming cause I want my refunds a- ASAP we didn't make this baby for love. <laughs> we made it for money purposes, you sons of bitches. But that's my excuse. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, yeah, she's we sitting did. right next to me, and I'm like, don't listen to this when you get older. You're like, oh yeah, Dad? Uh, yes, for money, that's huh? right. Me and Joe didn't make this podcast. <laughs> we didn't make this podcast for Out love. Out of love of wrestling. This was for tax purposes. <laughs> We're going to start buying equipment, and that'll be a part of my tax season shit every year. Well, I bought this new microphone, <laughs> and this is for my other job. Yeah, so we don't sound like absolute shit, guys. It'll be great. I, I don't know, dude. We record on phone. I think we sound perfectly fine. I mean, it's not like how Professor's is, but... I think we need to make him a t-shirt. The Professor? We do. Mm-hmm. Along with the Kamala t-shirt that you yeah. totally reminded me of, and I was like, why is this not up? <laughs> Why are we not spending our hard-earned money <laughs> making at least a box full of those t-shirts? I don't give a shit if they sell. I just want one, and I just want to give them to, like, a handful of people going, You rep us. You rep us now. I will make a onesie for my kid. She'll rock it. Kamala yeah. on a bench. Thank the professor on that one, because he's like, Yes, I just made a Kamala joke. I know. No, I'm not taking it down. I was like, Hashtag never forget. I know. <laughs> so yep, that's that's one side of the network news. It's a possibility. It could happen. Cause I could we could buy one of those 
packs of shirts. It's like five, so we'll have two. And then we get the, the iron-on print right. shit. Well, yeah, we could just go out and go get iron-on print shit. Worst comes to worst, we just go to the goddamn... What do you call it? We take the design to one of the fucking cool t-shirt design shops, make like three of them, because they're going to cost us like 60 bucks between us. And we just rock, walk around. We'll, we'll go to the next MLW event with Kamala on a bench t-shirt. <laughs> get that bitch on TV. Somebody will see it, and they'll love it. So, um, Don't tag Kamala in this. I don't even know if you No, you know what? Her. Do it. Tag Kamala. Hashtag Kamala. Or at Kamala on a bench. Um, so yeah, that's Network News 1. Network News 2. Uh, me and Craig had a fucking Twitter dispute because on their... On the Shellshock or uh, Shellpod, he mentioned something about me following sex bots. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> No, 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 no. So I went on Twitter, and I... Uh, Joe's not a filthy degenerate. No, I am. But, <laughs> but I went on Twitter and ver- and told him, no, I follow verified porn stars, <laughs> porn content creators, and web hoes. Erotica. Erotica. Erotica creators. Erotica creators. A.K.A. web hoes. Into big fat titties, and they're not bots. They will answer questions, and it's fun. So, I wanted to make that very clear, and then Greg was like, no, I totally see it. And then I told him that I may have a problem. I may watch too much porno. And then he called me a porn enthusiast, which then inspired my new, um... Took a what little bit for mine, because mine's the drunk co-host. The drunk co-host, yes. And then you were like, I'll take the the, and then put porn enthusiast. <laughs> I literally stole your the. <laughs> Yeah, for my header. Yep. So it's now, uh, instead of, what was it, Joe the Hotto, it is now Joe the Porn Enthusiast. <laughs> so. Yay. Thank you to the professor for the fine suggestions and war words. Speaking of those, t- well, speaking of the professor and those t-shirts, maybe we'll make a variant for his. His Kamala will have, <laughs> like, a, a graduate hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, are you saying that we make Me and you just get normal Kamala <laughs> He gets the one with the graduate hat No, dude, if we're doing this, we go full blown He gets graduate hat And a microphone You know what I mean? And the thick beard mm-hmm. As his Kamala You get it's the beard be red. Right, okay. red beard You get a beard, long hair And a fucking thing of Budweiser <laughs> As your Kamala. Just where the stars are. Alright, I get a shitty goatee, um, bottle of rum, boobs. and boobs. <laughs> and there we go. And we're making Kamalas on benches, man. We're in. There'll we're be four in. different variants. You get normal Kamala, the Zach variant, the Joe variant, and the Professor variant. Mm-hmm. This is a business idea. This is a business idea. I think we uh, trademarked. We trademarked it right now. Don't steal our shit. Don't steal our shit. <laughs> Hashtag, shit don't steal. <laughs> Hashtag, don't take our stuff even though we don't know how to trademark copyright it. Copyright. Or we don't know how to copyright anything. Can we copyright? Come on. I don't, I don't think, think we, we can. can. <laughs> On and a I bench? I also use Patrick Star, so. I don't know. But it really doesn't look like Patrick because it just looks like a giant reverse ice cream cone. <laughs> On a bench. 
Looks like a reverse ice cream cone. A.K.A. Patrick Starr. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I'll give it to you. I mean, now they know, so now we're fucked because they have evidence, but... Way to go. You can edit this out, Professor, because nobody needs to know about our business, I do. So, um... Yeah, besides depression, what else is new? Honestly, instead of just putting, putting uh, Kamala on a bench... We'll just put the porn enthusiast and then just draw tits on, on your shirt. Mm-hmm. And then mine will be long hair and a beard with Budweiser with the, the wiser part behind my head. And then the professor just gets, you know, a graduate hat and microphone. Microphone. Instead of boobs, can I get like a fucking... <laughs> McDonald's? McDonald's. <laughs> You've never seen that shirt where it's like the lady's legs, her... Pussy oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say it's either between that or like how um, the back of the Sublime fucking sleeve was on self title. Yeah, on the self title album where it's the fat dude and the fucking recliner <laughs> with the fucking forty ounce and the weed and then fucking porn on the ground and shit. That could be my Kamala. <laughs> it's just that, and then like a burp rag because I have a baby now. So that's yeah, my Kamala. Put a bib. Put a bib. Put a bib on the fat guy. And the cat hair. I have cats. He's a cat guy. Yeah. But yeah, so what else has been new? Besides depression. Work. Work. Sleep. Sleep. Not watching wrestling, you know. Which is funny for a guy who podcasts about <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. I you know mean, what? I'm, I'm not alone in that camp, so, you know. I'm, I can't even lie and sit here and play pretend like I really kept updated on anything... You throw me under the bus this time. Well, I can. I can. <laughs> because you didn't show up for your Wrestle Kingdom review, but I can. That's fine. That bus I will get gladly run <laughs> over by. No, and I feel the, like... The watching wrestling one, I'm not, <laughs> I'm getting, not, not getting run over alone. I highly, I highly recommend to you that you listen to the episode. Or, you know, you listen to that Shell Pot episode with six on it. Mm-hmm. Greg runs that thing for like 20 minutes. Like it's just everybody else was at least about an hour or 45 minutes or so or like a little bit longer of the mm-hmm. review because you're going to talk about shit. You're going to go back and forth. Six was literally 10, 15 minutes of here's what the fuck happened because it's so bad. It's so bad. It's no good. <laughs> it's not good. See, that just makes me... <laughs> you, you did okay. That's why I think he was like... I'm cool with it. Like he's, he really doesn't have heat, but like he, like I'm good. I could understand getting annoyed <laughs> because it's like you said you were going to do it. I know it happens. I'm yeah. sorry. Next, next shitty thing that you want to review depends on what it is. Because I'm not watching Thunder, even though he's doing Thunder by himself. Oh, no. Donald, we're doing Thunder. We're doing oh, no. a Thunder. Episode. They already started. They can do the review. We're going to pick one Thunder episode, <laughs> and we're going to watch it. You know what? I got I'll got. i pick a 2000 Thunder if I have to, motherfucker. Oh, I will go bad. Oh, Jesus. I will go Vinnie Roo fucking terrible on you. We were just talking. Me and the professor were talking about the 2000- WCW 2000 Thunder. I was like, that is equal. That whole kit and caboodle WCW 2000 and till end is literally the same diarrhea pill that the writers took from the Katie Vick thing. Yeah. It transferred somehow from 2000 to 2002. 
It's it's the thing WCW drank, just drank more of the diarrhea Kool Aid, mm-hmm. and then died, and then they passed away, and then WWE, their their airheaded writers and chimps, decided, hey, remember WCW in two thousand? Vince, I don't know what that is, but yeah, there was this company called WCW, and they produced shit content, and everyone kind of watched it. <laughs> He's like, you mean Turner? <laughs> Yes, Ted Turner, that bastard. Yes, we made Turner, sir. And we then the writer Turner. was like, I got some of that Kool-Aid because Bill over, Bill, Bill O'Ted over here had some of it. I'm going to drink it and see what comes out. We're going to have, get this, Triple H, fuck a mannequin. My God, I love it. Put I it in. <laughs> I Wait, it. sir. I have another idea. We'll put him in a cane mask. And then we'll fuck Kane's character entirely. Brilliant! I love it! You know that was the death of that fucking character. Diarrhea in the collective wrestling toilet. <laughs> that was literally the Katie Vick story. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. In a nutshell. Vince greenlit that, guys. Remember that. He greenlit that and... What was the other terrible thing that was going on? Around that time? So much. Invasion. Like, people, people will talk about the invasion. That is the most squat. He shit the bed. To quote what culture, that is the most wasted potential. Right. Ever. And everyone can sit there and book it way better, and it sounds great. I feel like Vince just didn't think about it. Vince didn't give a fuck. He didn't. And also, I'm sure Savage and who else? Savage is never coming back. There were a couple people in the WC- Hogan. that went to WCW that were like, I'm not working with Vince ever again. Well, right. Savage was one. Scott had already left. Scott, well, well, look at the guys who came in. Scott, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan. There's ben your Watt. fucking bet. Well, they were there before the invasion. Were they? Yeah, they were. Or did they turn, they went to. They left WCW in 2000. Right, but they went to WC, like, on the team. No. Benoit wasn't. Benoit, Jericho never went. Um, Eddie was gone at that time, because I think that was when he was dealing with the drugs and shit. If you look at any of the fucking... What do you call it? Um, (coughs) The radicals at that that point when they did the invasion. Benoit wasn't there. He was gone right before the invasion. (coughs) Uh, The invasion started. Um, Guerrero was gone. Malenko was pretty much retired at that point in time, so he wasn't he was doing his anything. Office job. Yeah, and then Saturn, I think, was just starting to become homeless as a person. <laughs> so the radicals weren't there for it. So you basically had just and Buff Bagwell. Right, we're we're not counting him because he didn't come until the invasion. <laughs> um, but you look at the invasion; they brought in Hogan, Hall, Nash. But that wasn't until 2002. Everyone that should have been a part of the invasion, they didn't bring in for another year. And that was, like, the sad part. It's like, fuck me. Like, you guys could have brought in all these dudes. NWO, all this stuff. Yeah, NWO, Scott Steiner, Goldberg. Fuck Scott Steiner. Well, Goldberg. (laughs) Goldberg was one of those people that were like, I'm not working with Vince. Right, well, he did. He did. But the guys that didn't want to work for Vince were like, Mach and Sting. Yeah. Flair came in right after the invasion ended, well, which I was the worst Flair thing. <laughs> yeah, he had those 
Dick touching titties. Dick touching titties. <laughs> Flair was just ready to go. He's like, I'm on divorce number fucking three. 479. Yeah, he was going through some rough times. God damn it, Nate. So. Styling and profiling. Woo. <laughs> so, um, for this episode, we're going to just kind of toast in there. Uh, this is a prediction episode. We're going to throw out some predictions for the Plus year. Plus death. Because I'm still Plus dying. death if you're going to fucking croak on me. Jesus Christ. Yep. Kids looking at you like, is you okay? She's concerned for you. She's like, is that going to make it? I chugged my milk. You can't chug your beer. Apparently not. <laughs> they, they looked at you called you a pussy. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know why I went down the wrong pipe. But it was like, breathe. Nope. Beer. Breathe. Dude, I do that sometimes, though. I can do that. Like, if I get real gung-ho about whatever it is I'm drinking, mm-hmm. like, I'll do it with water. If I'm, like, really fucking dehydrated or something, I'm going to chug some water. But then I'm like, fuck, I need to breathe at some point. So then I'm like, can I sneak it through the... Nope, can't do it. Or can't do forget, it. Like, you get into a rhythm, and then you miss that rhythm. Yep. So it's like, breathe. <gasps> fuck. Now I'm dead. Yeah, I'm Fuck, dying. now I'm dead. Um, Cough, fuck, bang. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this will be a prediction show. Nothing specific. Like, we'll go through, like, New Japan. Uh, Pretty much that's it. <laughs> well, I'll go WWE. I'll throw some predictions out there. You can do if you want. I don't give a shit. Um, I'll just riff off what you say. See if I disagree. And then um, we'll talk a little AEW. Because that's a fucking hot topic right now. AEW. That's a thing. That's a goddamn thing. I'm excited. I think a lot of people I, are excited. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That it's that good. It's, well... I'm sure it'll be good, but I'm just saying that it flourishes. Right. Well, I. How can I define it? I'm hoping that it's good, but not like mm, I hope the product is good. Like I hope it's good wrestling. I hope that it's game changing wrestling. I hope it's like actual good fucking, well written, well produced, and a lot of fucking names that are going to be used properly. Right. Because all the signees that you got now are relative fucking independent stars and the biggest names that you got that aren't Cody and Cody Bucks um not even gonna throw Hangman Hangman's gonna be a dark horse I think Hangman Page is gonna be a fucking star there um but you look at Cody Bucks Neville or Pac Pac's gonna be there Aldis isn't a part of it he's a part of ROH still and NWA a Sportster article take that for what you will that he might go to WWE's eyeing him. Mm-hmm. They've been eyeing Okada hard, like Triple H wants Okada over there, and he also wants Naito over there. It's like those two aren't going anywhere. Please don't go. Okay, but you could well, say Naito that Naito also stood them up too. So, which is like, I truly hope that I true. truly hope that fucking story is true because that is the greatest story ever. Oh yeah, I'll meet sure, you. I'll sign that. Let me use the bathroom real quick. No, he said, "Oh yeah, sure, we'll go to dinner," and then hour in, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I heard That's different. What I heard. I heard different. I heard you actually went to meet with them, ate, and said, "Sure, I'll sign it." Went to say that he was going to use the bathroom, never came back. <laughs> never fucking came Dying back. So, yeah, I'm for New Japan's sake, you hope that... Because Naito, I don't fucking feel like, is going to go anywhere. He's he got... He lives in Japan. Right, he lives in Japan, but I feel like he's got a fucking bone to pick with New Japan in the sense of, like... You 
I'm winning. Over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm winning that fucking I'm over. title. Well, I'm over. You fucked me over. Mm. So I'm going to <laughs> get the big title. Right. Regardless. Because I think there's a lot of potential with running with the crew. Because New Japan, despite losing the elite guys, mm. and possibly Kenny at this point. Well, Kenny, because he's not re-signing at this point. He's he not resigning. Taking a, a year off. I don't know. No, he's not. He said he was going to wrestle for a high-profile international company. Which take that as you will. WWE. All I can think of. Elite could be a thing too, because with a lot of the shit that's going on, because Jericho even said it in Isn't he his going interview. Over there too? He's already signed. Jericho signed for three years, and he said he would never have signed if, A, the money wasn't right, which they offered him the biggest contract of his career. Mm-hmm. Dude's been wrestling since fucking... 20 years. Yeah, 20 know, because what's years. his name in Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom 13 would shut up about it. He's been wrestling 20 years. Yeah, oh, Don Callis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Jericho's been wrestling 20 years. He's been working, he worked for the biggest company in the world. And this is the biggest contract that he was ever offered. And that's going to blow your mind. And he said he would have never done it if A, the money wasn't right, and B, if he knew that they didn't have fucking TV deals yeah. on the way. And he said they're they're in talks. And so we'll see where it goes from there. But I'm looking forward to some of the names that, they're, that they've already got. Uh-huh. But I'm also looking forward to seeing who else is out there. Because there's reports already that they went to Vegas to go look at... Um, MGM Grand to go look at the site for uh, Double or Nothing. Uh-huh. Goldberg was also spotted in MGM the same day at the same place. Uh-huh. Goldberg's like Warrior, but still at the same time. I don't know. Goldberg is like Warrior, but I don't think he's going to have, I don't know if he's going to have a pro wrestling backing to it or if he's just going to come in for like shots. You know what I mean? Like be like a part Lesnar. of it somehow. I don't know. I I hate to say like Lesnar. I'm almost like he's gonna come in and like okay. a producer not a role. Shitty version of Lesnar. No, not like a non wrestling role. I think he's gonna come in in a non wrestling role. He'll be something, but non wrestling. Possibly. Um, Jr. still hasn't signed. Never re signed his uh, Axis deal mm-hmm. for New Japan, so he's not coming back. And he but also hasn't signed anything with WWE yet. And he was one of the crucial pieces. I heard there's beef between WWE and JR. Yeah. So JR is going to be all elite. I, that's one of those predictions. JR is going to be all elite. Hmm. I can sit here. Okay, if anything, we'll just jump into it. Um, or before then, before we do that, um, let's talk about Wrestle Kingdom 13. Since you brought Wrestle Kingdom 13, did you like it? What A little I, bit, because I know I you didn't w- watch everything. I didn't watch everything. I watched the core matches that everyone cared about. So. Right. It was okay. There were certain things, like the main event, I kind of fizzled out. I enjoyed the Naito match, the Okada match, the Cody Rhodes match. I forget who he was. It's been like two, three Juice weeks. Robinson. Yeah. Juice Robinson. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. I told Greg I enjoyed that. And I was like, I didn't think it was going to get as big. Like, I wanted to see Juice win the title, but I didn't think it was going to get that invested. That kept me going. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the Naito Jericho match was a better. Should have been kind of what they were. They should have had a back and forth. Like I know, story wise, that's not what they wanted. But I think it was pretty back and forth. No, I'm saying the 
story what like that match. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Wrestle Kingdom thirteen is what should have been their whole thing because like I I watched Suzuki. Is that Suzuki? He's got the fucked up hair and it's crazy. Yeah, yeah I watched his matches with Naito and Jer or not Jericho, uh, Omega and someone else. Here's who else I watched. But they all versus Suzuki or Zack Sabre Jr. That's also someone that might either go to WWE or AEW. Who, Zack Sabre Jr.? They, I don't think so. They, I, think, I don't know. I think he's either going to go... I heard WWE because they really liked him at the, the NXT UK thing. Right, well, they're, the trying to, they're trying to blow up the UK super hard. So they're stealing a lot of the UK into independent talent yeah. for NXT UK, mm-hmm. which... A is cool, I guess, if you look at it from one point, but it's also fucking heavily with what's big. And UK, the UK scene is huge right now. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest fucking wrestling scenes out there. Because you have Rev Pro, you have ICW, you have, um, God, who For else? everyone at home, our third co-host just passed out. Yeah, she's asleep now. <laughs> oh, nope, she heard you talking shit and opened oh. her eyes. She's like, like I ain't pussy yet. Yeah, she's like, you ain't fucking with no bitch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're trying to steal. And, like, because I used to watch, I mean, I've seen some Rev Pro matches mm-hmm. and some Rev Pro events. They're fucking awesome. And ICW, they're fucking awesome. It was really fucking big at one point into watching a couple of the fucking freebies that they would pop, pop up on YouTube. And I was like, mm-hmm. shit, I might get their streaming service. They were looking dope. But, no, I thought, for the most part, Wrestle Kingdom was, it was good. It was really good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as 11 and 12. No. I know where. I I know 11's probably my top. Like, that was the first time I had seen, because I kept hearing Buzz. I didn't watch all of it, but Okada Omega, number one. Right, well, I think. It's just like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> well, I think me, me, and, me and Greg kind of threw it in there when I was doing my review, when I showed up mm-hmm. and didn't bail on him. <laughs> um, um, we, we were talking about it, and we were talking about 10, because I had 10. Yeah. And I was like, I watched 9. 9 was the first Wrestle Kingdom I ever watched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is fucking awesome, because that was like one of my first experiences with um, Okada mm-hmm. and Tanahashi, because that was their That's when Okada first? won the belt? No. Or did he win it later? Okada, no. Well, Okada, I think, walked in as... No, he didn't walk in. He walked in as G1. Yeah. G1 winner, and Tanahashi was champion. Mm -hmm. And that was the whole storyline, is that Okada could beat Tanahashi any other time, but at Wrestle Kingdom, he couldn't beat Tanahashi. Tanahashi beats him, and he keeps calling it, or, you know, Okada keeps claiming that, oh, I'm the ace, I'm the guy, I'm the ace, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Tana drops it to AJ, AJ drops it back to Okada. Yeah. And so they go into Wrestle Kingdom 10, and that's the blow-off. It's the final match between the two, you know, out of that series, out of the Wrestle Kingdom series. Mm -hmm. And Okada finally beats him, finally gets that claim, like, I'm the new ace now, and then he goes on that fucking hot streak from 10, 11, 12. 12. Till thirteen, you know, thirteen. I think was the first time where it was not Okada in the main event, and that's kind of like holy shit. Like this is kind of a new thing now. Twelve wasn't Omega, was it? No, 
12 was... 11 was Omega, 12 was Naito. Naito, okay. Was Naito, so... And then Omega was... Jer- that's right, 12 was Jericho. Jericho and Omega, Omega. as the semi-main. Yeah. Um, Where Omega's face got destroyed by a chair. We've <laughs> <laughs> laughed so hard at that. Um, so, yeah, no, and coming from that, we, we debated all the time. What was the best one? He says 9, I say 10. But you also think 11. 11 was really fucking good. Solid card. Um, 12 was a really fucking solid card, too. 13 was pick and choose. Sparks. It, it really like, does. And, and like... there, was nothing, there was nothing specific about it that made it seem like it wasn't special. But it almost seemed humdrum. But then at the same time, in... I, in... Think, I think because 9, 10, 11, it's the main event. The main of like most wrestling cards, the main event makes the card right, and I personally kind of tuned out <laughs> halfway through because I was just like, okay, like this Tanahashi going through a table, that's cool. Like eleven, and I'm sure ten and nine, you can pick out spots where you're just like, that's a spot, that's a spot, the big spots right. that you're just like, wow. Like the only thing that really stood out to me was the, the table spot. I can't say that about that. I mean, I I get where in, you're coming in from. The main event. Right, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I I, I can't say that personally. Table spot was obviously memorable. Um, top rope, dragon suplex was super fucking memorable. Okay, now that my memory's kind of working, the the dive and Kenny bashing the back of his it was his, his arm. knee. It was his knee, I think. Because he kept selling the knee because that was the whole point of the match was when he hit... Well, I know what you're talking about. He legit... He fucking shoot hit his arm, but he kayfabed fucking the knee injury because then throughout the match he was selling the knee because there was that one point where he was about to put Tana away with a V-trigger in the corner. And couldn't run. And no, no, he ran full speed and Tana moved. And so he ran his knee full blast into that corner and all you hear was that thud. Like, it was just super loud. Yeah. But, no, um, I'm with you. Like, the, the main event, and again, Greg Greg talks about how when he watched and AJ. Maybe, and maybe the buildup, you know, the The buildup was kind of weak. I'll be honest with you. Well, what I'm saying is on the card, you have, you have escalation. Right. So, you know, Bill and Ted. Bill versus Ted, and then um, whatever, you know, whoever, whoever. So those matches build in excitement until you're at the main event where it's like ultimate. Right, you're <laughs> like there. Like a thermometer, man. and it's just about to blow up. So I don't, I feel like some of the, the buildup was better than, than the, the actual the match. match. The I main thought, event. I thought, well, which I is thought. a symptom of WWE. Yes. <laughs> right. Are we talking like the buildup of the event itself or of the main event? Match? On the card. Yeah. No. I I get that too. Where it was it I was coming think the to a crescendo. Was, right. Was it was as... you, you dropped off right before that main event because fucking it happened. Wasn't Naito and Jericho before? Yeah, they and they fucking they killed it. They killed it. So that was <laughs> they did great. That the, well, here's the thing. Thirteen and, blew its load there. Right. Thirteen could have had a good. Because there's a pay-per-view... Oh, WrestleMania 18 did the same thing. Because it was Rock Hogan. Rock Hogan yeah. And then Jericho Triple H, and no one cared. Right. Which... And also, Undertaker Sean at whatever mania that was. 25. There was a 
well, a main event for that. If you look at that, that if you look at that, I think the symptom of that is Triple H. <laughs> Triple H is just not <laughs> supposed to main event at WrestleMania, I don't think. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm it's with you. That it's that type of thing. So I'm with you. It know. blew up a match before it was supposed to. Yeah, no, they blew their load right, right before. Like you were right to that finish line, and then they blew their. But then again. I'm going into everything had a build up to it. Every match in itself had a, had its own build up. Naito Jericho was like months in the fucking making mm-hmm. from like when Naito got attacked at New Year's Dash the year before. And Dominion. And Dominion. yeah, yeah. Dominion. Dominion loses the title to Jericho. Jericho keeps attacking him and Evil. He started attacking Evil. And then he was like, fuck it, I'll defend the title against Evil. Or try to deny him or whatever. And then has that match against him. Which was pretty fucking good, too. I don't give a shit. That was a pretty decent match. Um, his one fucking title defense. And then keeps attacking. And then attacks Naito. Or, you know, kept attacking him and then drove Naito to come out. So then it was and like... And then they had a brawl at, the, at one of their press conferences. Yeah. And so that was a hot build-up. You look at Kenny and Tanahashi, that buildup was weak as shit because you go through the G1. I don't remember the, pro- well, okay, so the G1's a thing, which is basically kind of their Royal Rumble, in a way. It, it is, way, but it's, it's not. not. It's like, I know I, it's not an actual Royal Rumble, but it's a tournament to... I define it as like... Because the Royal Rumble the is their number one contender match. Right, it's almost like their World Series. Or like their fucking NFL playoffs, you know it's what I mean? Playoffs. It's the go. playoffs. It's the playoffs. That's a better. It's the playoffs, no. and you're trying to get to that Super Bowl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's almost like the G1 is their Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like you win the G1, that's fucking great in itself. And as an added bonus, you get that main event spot. There, the championship. The, the G1 match. is a championship game. Yeah, is the championship the game. Super Bowl is Wrestle Kingdom. There you go. Yeah. And you get that shot because you can take claim and you can run with I won G1. That's, I'm the fucking shit. But you also get as an added bonus, you get that match in January, January 4th, mm. against the champ. And you get to face the champ. So, um, no, and the buildup was just, it just did not seem, it seemed like they were going in five different directions with both guys. You know what I mean? Honestly. And it didn't seem like it started at that point and then drove itself all the way through. Because Tana loses to Jay White, and he loses, or ties with Okada. Uh-huh. So he's got to defend the briefcase against Okada, and then fucking Jay White. Jay White, he beats Jay White, Jay White attacks him, he yep. becomes Bullet Club member. He beats, or you know, Tanahashi beats Okada to retain it, and then they build a fucking Mega Powers friendship against fucking Jay White <laughs> and the Bullet Club. For real, they did. Which then broke apart everything because then all the some of the chaos guys started leaving fucking chaos to go to Bullet Club, mm-hmm. like uh, Jado Gato. The fucking, I can't even get on fucking Jado's goddamn skull makeup bullshit that he looked like <laughs> Ashy Larry. Like this shit was terrible. Um, but yeah, like they started bailing, and so then that's what that focus was mm-hmm. was Tanahashi dealing with that. Then you have Kenny. Dealing with that bullshit Jay White, Cody Rhodes. No, it wasn't even Jay White anymore. Or, it was literally the elite or yeah. the golden the golden elite. It was Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. when he won the title. His first defense was Cody Rhodes. And then he had that tag thing. 
with the, uh, with, yeah, with him and uh, Bushi as Golden yeah. Lovers, mm-hmm. which then took away what he was doing with the fucking world title. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, focus on one fucking thing, guy. But also, well, I think that was their their writers, and I'm not a Kenny Omega hater. I'm sure someone's going to be like, you're a fucking whatever. See, and I'm not either. You know what I mean? Honestly, I'm, it's just like Kenny wasn't pulling in the people that they thought he was going to pull I under, and that, like, talk to Greg about it. Right, <laughs> I understand the that. Yeah, I understand He's the point not, of view. He pulled, he was a much better person pursuing the title than he was the, the chase yeah the chase was hotter than the fucking the the, the payoff because i think he tried harder yeah he tried harder to put on better matches and then like this main event he was on on some street fighter bullshit and just v trigger this v trigger that and it's just like okay like can we do something else i before I, I can't even get to the match. It, like it, it was for me. It was all the build up because the match was great. I liked the match. It's okay. You went, you went full it's blown okay. like it, the V triggers. He uses V triggers all the time. I realized, his... like it felt overabundant. Right, like that thing. But if you look at Tana though, like if you go to Tana, you look at Tana. Tana uses the fucking high uh, flow all the fucking time <laughs> and it's the stand one the fucking lay down like his actual finish the lay down frog splash it's throughout his whole match and i think it's just how you build it with kenny i think the difference with it with the v trigger was that it just didn't seem like he was trying no the match didn't seem like he was trying tana seemed like he was trying maybe it's but kenny didn't maybe seem it like didn't he was trying it was like earned like it didn't feel earned because like i said before when we were talking off record is that it's it's one of his five moves of doom so he does the three three v triggers you know and then they get all uh, and then kenny does i don't know what i don't remember what his other moves are but okay. you know what i mean well, i can tell you right now if we're gonna go five moves it's snap dragon rana or snap uh snap dragon suplex uh poison rana the reverse hurricanrana yeah uh the sit out j drive or the j driller Irish whip one where he jumps over him and then... Oh, the bulldog. No, the reverse front him because they run. You're right. They run and then he jumps and... Well, okay, if you back. really wanted to technically put it, six moves. Snap, uh, Snapdragon suplex, mm-hmm. the poison Rana, uh, the jump over bulldog. It looks like he's going to go for like a reverse Famouser, but yeah. it's just literally him jumping over him and bulldogging him one-handed. Yeah. Um, the J Driller, which he started using after the ton or after the Okada match, mm-hmm. you started seeing him use the J Driller a lot. The uh, double underhook pile driver, yeah, V Trigger, and, and one uh, wing angel, yeah, and that's his six moves. But then again, you look at anybody fucking else like Okada. Okada's got his fucking five Boy, moves: <laughs> the Rainmakers, the Tombstones. Um, what the fuck like, else? Maybe it's because I. Me personally, I didn't feel like any of it was deserved. That type, like the V triggers weren't ready, because like when Okada does the Rainmaker, it's it's that cool finisher build up thing where they play this chess game. So they got him locked wrist right, and then it's like clothesline. Okada hits it, and then the next one he might miss right. or what? Like I don't know. Right. Well, I think again, it's just I don't know the dude personally. None of us do. So I think he wins the title. I think the stress got to him. 
He's there. He wanted to be there for the longest time. Finally gets there, and they're on the top of the fucking world. The stress gets to him. And I also think it's who he defended the title against that killed his fucking reign. Cody. It was the Elite. He defended against the Elite. The only two guys that he defended that weren't fucking his friends were Ishii, or Ishii and fucking Tana. Only two defenses he had. And the Ishii match was pretty good. Underwhelming? I'll go with that, but it was really fucking good. <laughs> I liked it. I Everyone will have their opinion Are talking about the, the Cody ladder match thing where they drag out the ladders? And yeah, the, in San Francisco. That was a good-ass match. I liked yeah, that one. That, no. <laughs> that was a great match, and that was his first defense. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, dude, you're blowing your load real fucking hard. And I think he started really kind of believing his own bullshit of best bout machine. That's cool, dude. You need to take when, it easy when, when it you comes are, down well, to it. He, to an extent, yeah, he is. No, not until later, though. Because he has that. That's where he fucks himself up. No, he was I'm fucked up by that point. The bout thing. It's like, mm. yeah. Kenny Omega, I think, is New Japan's Bret Hart, where you can put him in the ring with almost anybody, and they can work. You know what I mean? Like, right. Bret never has a bad match. Right. It's never a bad, a bad match. match. Right. It's but, always either good, really good, or, or great. Yeah. Or amazing. Or amazing. And yeah. I think the amazing, because if, if you really look at Kenny, Kenny has good runs through the G1, mm-hmm. where he has great matches against some of the guys that he goes through in G1. Well, I think it's also, like, for you, or you and I, maybe, it's, it's I think he has the Canadian problem, where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. The, the, the build... The chase is better than... Right, because you can't name a fucking Canadian champion that you're just like, but that's when they fucking really hit it as a champion. Right. Nobody really got to that point. And the only person that was close to it where you could be like, no, they were really believable and like their fucking reign was dope as hell, um, was Jericho as a heel in 08. I think the second Brett one... Because Brett was super over on his second. But he wasn't main eventing. He wasn't main eventing. No, dog but, shit. but that's that's not his fault. That's Right, I'm talking like something that makes it seem like this should be main event. This is main event level stuff. The closest out of the Canadian crew or whatever yeah. is Jericho. And it was fucking pricky, pompous asshole, suit wearing, you guys are parasites, Jericho. <laughs> Against Shawn Michaels when he was defending the title against Michaels in the ladder match at No Mercy, um, when he won the title in in at our Unforgiven. <laughs> I I highly recommend that you watch Jericho in No Way. You don't have to watch any of the fucking Raws or Smackdowns. Just find the Jericho segments and the matches. You will not fucking be disappointed. Jericho in two thousand eight was the greatest. <laughs> right, two thousand eight Chris Jericho was the fucking shit. He was so good. He was so good. Um, but yeah, no. My personal opinion is it was a it was a really good show. Main event for me personally was good, but it just wasn't. Like if we built. were doing if we were doing ratings, it'd be a six point five to a seven. Main event, right? Is what I'm talking about. Out of a ten, right? We're yes. going ten. Okay. Well, let's make that specific because fucking Dave Meltzer is gonna give it fucking a hundred <laughs> stars out of five. So let's it's give it a out minute. Out of ten, it's it's yeah. Yeah, I'd give it a I'd give it a solid seven. It was a seven out of main. But you look at all the other main events. 
who were fucking nine and a half and tens mm-hmm. and just killing it. You get to that point, and I think, again, it's Tana knew that he was going to fucking take that spot back. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that Tana's taking that spot back is who else are you going to give the fucking title to besides Okada, who's kind of doing his own thing right now because he just got off this hot rain. You don't want to kill he his just fucking... just came back from mental breakdown. <laughs> right. You can't just give him the fucking title back and go, here you go, guys, we're right back to that again. Naito, I would say... I think Naito right. would have been a better, but they would have better fucked his story up so hard with that. He built, he built the Jericho thing. So it I'm was saying, so I'm saying if they didn't, do, oh no, I'm if, with you. I'm if with they you. didn't do the Jericho thing, right? So instead of Tanahashi, you put Naito in there. So that way, I mean, I guess his big arc is complete because that's his, his, his big character arc's complete. Is I got screwed over. Da 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 da. I hate everything. <laughs> Right. Fuck you guys. Um, Which is initially what killed him to begin with, was that he was like, I got my main event stolen away from me for an intercontinental fucking title match right. at Wrestle Kingdom. So so it, it would complete his arc sooner than I think they want to, because then it's like, okay, so we got the, the, the Jay White thing that's probably coming up. So I guess that's a spoiled prediction, but they're probably going to go at it for the intercontinental, right? No. I think. No. Contender? Here, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll split into this. We'll jump into that, because we might as well just jump into New Japan predictions at this point. Um, for the main event, like I said, build-up was terrible. It was dog shit. The match was great. I fell asleep in the first <laughs> run of it. I made it through every other match. Jericho and Naito was the last one that I fully watched. Tana and Kenny Omega started. It was good, good. I fucking passed out on my couch. It was also 7 o'clock. <laughs> on a Friday, and I had work, and I had gotten up at four that morning, and I was trying to stay spoiled, like no spoilers. I want to see what happens. Stay off Twitter. Yeah, stay off Twitter. I fell the fuck asleep, and the only reason I woke up is because my TV was off and my baby was crying, and I was like, I need <laughs> to get up. And then I was like, shit, I missed it, so I had to rewatch it. As I rewatched it, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Like I, I thought I was, was just a- bored and like didn't want to watch it. It was just I was tired, yeah. and so the second run of it, it was great. Are you know, really good. It was I really think, good. I don't know, because I watched most of them at work. Right. So, um, I think at that point, I was also trying to do multiple things. But also, at the same time, I was on Twitter. I saw Tanahashi one. I was like, yeah, could have saw that coming. Right. And I think that's what I think that's what killed everyone, too, is that everyone knew that Tana was going to win. Before it even happened. You could sit there and be like, oh, there was a shot that Kenny could have won. No, there was a chance that Kenny... Probably. Kenny wasn't going to win. No, Kenny was never going to win because All Elite was fucking already announced Mm. four days before. I think if you want to blame anybody, and I hate to say this, if you want to blame anybody for Wrestle Kingdom 13 to not, or you know, for not being a fucking success and for every... No, the Elite. The Elite. All Mm. of them. Are the reason that that wasn't a success? So are because you they announced it's a click thing, kind of in a way because they announced all elite wrestling and then you went and then you knew. I automatically knew going into it they're not retaining. They're or, you know they're not gaining titles and they're not retaining titles. No, because they're focused on this thing and they don't have a partnership with New Japan yet. They're leaving New Japan. Kenny didn't sign a new contract. You know they were talking about Kenny I not had a signing a new Kenny contract. Kenny was going to leave anyways. So. Right. And I think they were all going to go and start working on that. So you knew for a fact they weren't going to take, you know, New Japan's titles. 
Because now that's competition. It's not a working fucking relationship. It's a competition now. Right. The only one I think that's going to be lucky and that gains anything out of it is Jericho, because Jericho still has a contract. Yeah. There's still something with New Japan. So he can work All Elite, and he can work New Japan. But I don't think anybody the fuck else does in that company, in, in All Elite. Well, New Japan's the weird, that weird company that only signs... One year, yeah. So even if they do want to keep you, it's literally on the wrestler. Right. You're lucky if you sign anything bigger than that. And it's usually homegrown talent. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Tana. Or um, Okada. Or or Naito, yeah. Okada was on TNA, and I think he went to WWE at 1.2. Yeah, but that was during Excursion. That was before he became Rainmaker Okada. Mm. That was him as young boy Okada doing excursions. Like everyone else. Shinsuke did a fucking TNA, small TNA run. Nothing yeah. big. But that was when he was well, champ. got shit on. Yeah, got <laughs> shit on. Tana did a fucking uh, explosion match, I think, for TNA. Mm. And that was when I think they were, were doing a partnership with TNA. So they were like, oh, go over there and go do some matches. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, Make money. Make money, there. yeah. Make money. Um, so essentially, yeah, that's what I think killed it, is that with All Elite Wrestling being announced, you knew for a fact that these guys weren't going to win shit. And it just so happens that that guy, one of the guys that you're friends with, is it's, in that main event. It's almost like when Diesel, Razor, there wasn't a third person, but it's almost like that. Like when Diesel and Razor left, nobody knew it unless you were at Madison Square Garden for that house show. Right. And then they just, boop. Well, but I, I'm the, the re- it's the reverse because it they announced it beforehand. So all Elite, yeah, well, right. okay, Elite's not going to be here. They're, they're not going to win shit. Yeah, they're leaving. So. so I think, well, to me, there's nothing that you can really fucking compare it to. Cause like, I, the I'm not saying thing... it's one for one. I'm just saying right. as far as wrestling fans go, it's... It's like Nash and Hall championship. Right. It's almost like Punk. Yeah. With with his whole contract dispute and shit. When he was going through, fuck WWE, pipe bomb, blah. That whole that's thing. That's really good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Like, I, I watched some what, of that stuff. But that's so what off. makes it really fucking good is because eventually they were like, look, sign. You should sign with us. Keep, keep with the company. And Punk still wasn't going to sign. He didn't want to sign. He had to sign an extension. And they were basically like, here, we'll give you the fucking title. We'll give you the belt. Let's see what happens. Too happened. little, too late. Right. Well, no, it as wasn't as too Punk, little. As they as fucked Punk, up, but they yeah. fucked up, though. Punk has the greatest fucking match of his career against Cena. He had really great matches. That match at fucking in Chicago at Money in the Bank against John Cena for the title. Kiss blow and everything. Yeah, greatest thing of that fucking guy's career. And he has it, and they could have built something with it. And they never did. That was the one time where he legit should have said, fuck you, I'm gone. But there's nowhere to go. That's what he should have. He should have taken that title. I didn't watch it when it was going on, but what I'm saying is... From that point, like, when you blow him a kiss, Punk should have just left. Right. And... Or WWE should have figured out a partnership, not announced it or anything, but been like, hey, we're going to send Punk over here. So it seems like, you know, that story went somewhere. So, oh, he's going to go show up at at fucking... In New Japan. Something. Right. 
some other wrestling corporation. He'll show up at New Japan. He'll show up for Ring of Honor. Right. And do these one-off shots and then defend the title. So then you go off and produce your own new WWE championship, and then you have Cena run and with it And then you have a Shawn Michaels Razor WrestleMania 10. I'm yeah. the real champ. I'm the, I'm the real, real champ. champ. And then <laughs> we just did a rebook. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think Blompier fucking did that for... Uh, <laughs> What culture back in the day, too? I think he suggested the same thing. Um, but yeah, no, I fucking totally agree. And that's probably the closest thing where people were like, okay, we don't know if Punk's going to stay, but like we have a pretty good idea that he ain't fucking staying. So he's not winning. Right. But people are going to go fucking ape shit. And he's in Chicago, so it's well, going to be crazy. Also, I think it was at the height of John Cena hate. <laughs> oh, dude, John Cena hate was at a fucking high fever pitch. People hated him. I think John Cena got more hate than Roman did. Although Roman got his fair share, I'm saying that. that I don't... Okay, well, I can't say that. They definitely told John Cena, fuck you. But I was going to say, I don't think anybody chanted, shut the fuck up at John. And I was like, no, they did. For the ECW crowd. Um, So, yeah, no. At the end of the day, I think that's kind of what killed... The event. main event. Well, yeah. The main event, essentially. And maybe the event... Because Cody versus bit. Juice, I wasn't expecting Cody to... Like, I don't know. Right, and I think the only reason that anybody popped for that one is because you, everyone kind of followed Juice yeah. from his young boy stand. And then it's like, okay, like, we're behind him. He's fucking gangster, dude. Like, let's see Juice Robinson do something really good. <laughs> He's got drug locks. All right. <laughs> and then, you know, you have the opening match with the... Will Ospreay and fucking um, Kota Ibushi. That was the one match I thought that one of the elite guys was going to win. Because Kota wasn't going to fucking all elite wrestling. Or he Mm -hmm. doesn't seem like he was going. He's freelancing. He goes where the fuck he wants, man. (laughs) Like, he does him. What's... uh, We saw him at MLW. He was the... L.I.J.? Roosh. Yeah, Roosh is going... I think is going to... Ring of Honor. Oh, is he? He's in Ring of Honor. AEW. He's in Ring of Honor. He signed a contract. They're signing. Ever since AEW got announced, every company is signing people because he fucked over MLW because he was supposed to have a match in Philly Mm -hmm. and they had to pull that match because he signed a full-blown contract with Ring of Honor and they won't let him work MLW. That's that's bullshit. (laughs) Right, it's bullshit. But at the same time, it's like everyone's signing people. Everyone's trying to lock down. Gonna... Let the nerd flag fly. But that's the same uh, type of contract that Netflix had on all the Marvel shows. Mm -hmm. Is all those actors couldn't go do other things. Because Mm -hmm. they're doing that show. And like that's a shitty... I wouldn't sign it. If I was an actor or a wrestler, I wouldn't sign that contract. It's like, okay, what if you guys aren't using me on the off-season? Like... What right. the fuck am I supposed to do? But at the end of the day, fuck it, man. If the money's good, if the money's real good, then you're signing. That's the only reason I feel like Roosh signed. Is because he saw that money and he's like, fuck, that's good. And he's with Ring of Honor, which means, as an LIJ member, if they go through and they start working... New with Japan, New, They're working. They have a working yeah, partnership have. with New Japan. So he can come in and make those guest appearances with fucking Everybody LIJ. Else. Yeah, with Naito, with Evil, and fucking everyone. Yeah. And so you're like, cool, man, like, that's pretty good. So, alright, well, let's do some New Japan predictions. I can see the 
the Jay White thing happened. Naito, Jay White. Yeah, okay, uh, well, let's let them know, because I don't think we said it. So, I predict, and I think you predict, too, because you said you agree, that Wrestle Kingdom 14, it's 14 this year, right? Or next year? Next year. Next year. Wrestle well, Kingdom January. 4, yeah. January 4th. Next year Next is year. 14. Wrestle Kingdom 14, which I think is two, it's two nights, right? Or is no it idea. just <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom and then New Year's Dash is that? Don't. New Year's Dash is... I heard every. I don't know. It might it's be confusing. A two night or a week apart. Uh, it might. No, it's two nights. It's one right after the other. Is it? Yeah. And New Year's Dash, it goes Wrestle Kingdom, and then the next night is New Year's Dash. <laughs> but it almost sounds like it's going to be Wrestle Kingdom one and Wrestle Kingdom night two. <laughs> but the IWGP World, you know, title match, mm-hmm. I predict will be either one of two things: Jay White versus Naito. With Jay White coming in as champion, and Naito coming in as G1 winner, and then we get our second G1 winner beating the champion, because the first one to do it was Tanahashi this year, uh-huh. which blew my fucking mind. Even knowing, you know, hearing that fact that he was the first G1 winner uh-huh. to beat the champion at Wrestle Kingdom. Ever since they started that stipulation back in. Whatever year they started doing it. I think I remember. I think. I don't know. It might be Okada Tanahashi for the title. This year? Yeah, for 14. Possibly. Wow. Okay, that's a big leap. Possibly. I'm not sure, though. Because it's like, that's a a guaranteed moneymaker. Is what. Because if you. Because I heard Kenny didn't draw as much people. So, New Japan lost money. <laughs> right. So, I would think that they would take a year to go, okay, I'm sure Naito's a guaranteed moneymaker, but also, it's like, okay, Tanahashi versus Okada, you know, that whole thing is an absolute moneymaker because they've done it before. <laughs> right, but I think that's kind of the killer point of that they've done it before, but they've already told that story. Right. You know what I mean? It had to be a full still blown. Hungry for he's hungry still for the wants title. His belt back. <laughs> he's gonna get it if he gets it. He's gonna get it way before Kingdom. He'll get it way before Kingdom because the first here's Tanahashi's first defense. Because I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna make Tanahashi lose that fast. Oh yeah, I do. I think it'll be like John Cena's sixteenth reign, where he had it for a whole three weeks. And then drops it to Bray Wyatt. He had it long enough to take the claim. Because they used Tana as, again... Placeholder? Placeholder. And he's he's the ace. He's the fucking guy. It's never going to affect him. He can come through, win that belt, and then drop it a month later to Jay White. Which is his first defense, is Jay White. Mm. He could drop it to Jay White. Doesn't hurt him. Because Jay White's on a fucking roll at this point in time. He's hot right now. And then Tana comes in, he's the ace, but he's also older and broken down a little bit, and he's going to come in, fighting spirit, this and that, blah, 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 Jay White beats him. Side note about Tanahashi, I didn't realize that he had two uh, cauliflower ears. Yeah, he does. I was like, I didn't... <laughs> thank you. Thank, what, what was I going to say? Um, thank you, uh, Dojo. New Japan Dojo. <laughs> Straightly from the Dojo, I feel. Um, so I either feel it's going to be Jay White versus Naito for the title, or 
Jay White versus Okada. Either way, Jay White's fucking main eventing. And I don't, I'm not happy about it because I'm not a huge Jay White fan. But he's kind of got me a little bit. He, with that Wrestle Kingdom match and some of the shit he's been doing lately, I'm kind of into him. Kind of, I kind of dig it a little bit. He's just got a, a punchable face. Not he really does. Not saying like I want to punch him, but it's oh, I kind of do. He's just, I kind of do. He's just one of those people where it's like I really don't like your face. I don't know why, but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I predict uh, that. I don't. I can't even sit here and say it's a prediction because it's pretty fucking known. Uh, Koshida's leaving. And he's going to WWE. So it's either he goes NXT or he goes 205 Live. Probably NXT. You would think NXT. Because Triple H, like, a lot of the the predictions I've seen for people leaving and people going and this, that, and the other, is Triple H scouting out people who are like, you know, I want this person, this person, this person. So I don't know why 205, I don't know who runs 205. Triple H does. No. But Vince is calling it because they did 205 before SmackDown, and they would air it later on after SmackDown, or on that Wednesday or something like that. Because I feel like Triple H has his his roster in mind. Right. Like, he knows who he wants, so when Stephanie takes over, Triple H can just be like, yeah, this is my roster of people that I want. (laughs) Right. Well, okay, so... Because... Here's like I've said on Twitter, is Triple H, all the main talent on WWE's roster at current moment, aside from AJ, Nakamura, whatever, are all Triple H picked talent. Seth, Dean, they all came in through... Nakamura. Nakamura. Nakamura is Triple H picked talent. I real like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Because, yeah, <laughs> he brought him through NXT, and I think even AJ... Is yeah. Triple H picked But down. he didn't go through NXT. I'm talking about NXT. Oh, strictly NXT guys. NXT people. Okay, so yeah, Shinsuke Most is. of their big names, so, you know. Seth Rollins, Amber, or Ambrose didn't even go through NXT before then. He was FCW. Um, Roman was already Roman. handpicked before Triple H took full reign well, of it. So but Roman went through the, the NXT. Let's, let's, let's go through the basics of it. Sami Zayn. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Tyler Breeze, yep. sadly, since they're doing nothing with him. Charlotte. Um, Charlotte Flair. Paige. Sasha. Paige. Uh, uh, yeah, Sasha. Becky Lynch. Becky. Bailey. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, Finn. Finn, Finn Balor. Balor. Samoa yep. Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Bobby Roode. Yep. Just look at that championship list, like the Just... NXT champions. Uh, Drew McIntyre, technically. I guess if you really want to count it, because he helped rebuild that. Uh, Cien Almas, mm-hmm. Andre, uh, Andrade, um, The Revival. See what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's Triple H's handpick, and those are the most talented fucking guys in the world, and those were guys that they were doing nothing with, until they fucking decided, oh, well, we need to really lock these guys down, because they want to leave now. <laughs> they want to fucking take off. And I don't know if Braun Strowman went through... NXT? No. He was, was there. He... he was at the Performance Center, but he never had an NXT match. Or, you know, never really had an NXT run. It was literally in there at the Performance Center, trained, did that, and then they thrusted him in with the Wyatt family. Right. And then the other two disappeared. <laughs> Which is also, well, well, technically Wyatt family wasn't 
Triple H because it was FCW before them. But. Well, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Um, I'm saying the only two that are left are Braun and what's his name? Fat Undertaker. Bray Wyatt. Yeah, there we go. I couldn't think of his name. I don't like even that. know because he hasn't been on TV in fucking ages. And that's. I don't know. I feel Harper, like they, and, they, Harper and Rowan are still there, but they're fucking repackaged. Yeah. I feel like that, that was a squandered... I think we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Before. And then this Bray was a, a squandered thing. Like, you ruined a good thing for some stupid reason. <laughs> I don't even know. And then the 205 guys, that's pretty much Triple H's fucking... Baby. Baby, too. Number two. Baby number two, yeah. <laughs> Is... A lot of those guys are NXT call-ups, or guys who ran through the Cruiserweight Classic and shit, which he was producing. He produced the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? He was. It was at full sale. He was the guy calling the shots there. Oh, my goodness. So. Um, I tore a muscle too hard. Ugh. Yeah, for real, dude. Uh, <laughs> cool. uh, but Koshida, I predict, will also go to NXT. He will go to NXT. And he will do fucking fantastic. And then, that's always my problem. Is so the, you watch these NXT matches, you're like, wow, these are fucking fantastic. And then I feel like most Nakamura is a perfect example. Is puts on great shows in NXT, and then gets called up to a main roster, and then gets squandered like almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like that's. That's garbage. I'm sorry, but it, it's it's a really shitty thing. Because if I if I was a wrestler, I'd be like, "We want you to go up main roster. Am I get gonna get treated like shit?" No, no, it's fine. Well, I've been watching since I was, you know, fifteen. I know I'm gonna get treated like shit, so I would rather stay. Right. Well, that's here. that's what sucks is that that push. The only reason that a lot of guys take that push is because they're told that they're gonna get. Some kind of a fucking big break over, you know, make it to the main roster. Either or that or the checks. Well, I and the imagine. money. And yeah. the money. The yeah. money's way better. And then the living's better, too, because if you're in NXT, you're required to keep going to classes. Uh-huh. And required to go. I think if you're really top talent, you really don't need to. You have to attend. But you WWE have to attend fundamental stuff. things. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't, you can't legit kick someone's face. Like, you did in New Japan, okay? Yeah, or, thanks, Nakamura, yeah. for kicking. Or, well, that was his whole thing. Nakamura was great coming into NXT, oh. and then he comes in and kicks fucking Austin Aries on accident in the eye and breaks his fucking orbital bone. Mm-hmm. And they neutered the shit out of him, and then it was his matches were not the same. He was slowed down. He was told to take it easy and not to fucking do Nakamura things. And it's like, that's not what. Well, that when you and and Craig built up the, the AJ Nakamura thing, I was like, it's not going to be as good as something if they were in New Japan, because they're literally handcuffed to a certain extent. Yeah. Even though they can both take it, because they've both been there. Mm-hmm. Granted, WWE's a lot harder uh, schedule. And I told Greg this, I think I told him this too, is that we got really excited about the AJ Nakamura matches in WWE, the thing about it, though, and Greg was right about it because he was the one who said it, Nakamura, if he's not motivated, he's not going to do anything. 
He's going to give you whatever he thinks is Comes decent up. enough. Yeah. But if he's not motivated, i.e., I'm not winning, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. So you get WrestleMania. What happened with them at WrestleMania, which isn't dog shit. It wasn't terrible, but it it's wasn't great. higher than your normal it, it's, WWE. Yeah, it's higher. It's a little above good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty good. But it's because he's not motivated. Mm-hmm. He just had, that at that point, that was like his third, fourth shot, shot at the title. Yeah. He lost to fucking Jinder Mahal twice. Like, Repeat you're kind of fucking that. He lost <laughs> to Jinder Mahal twice. How this dude is still going to stay with the company if he does. Because his contract is up in February. This February. His contract is up. Which is my next prediction. <laughs> How are you going to think about staying there? Which then comes to my next prediction. Because everyone... There's been rumors. Dave Meltzer, I think, fucking said it. That Shinsuke has no interest in going back to New Japan. I, I find that as a lie. That. Yeah, I find no. that as a lie, and I predict Shinsuke Nakamura does leave WWE, but I don't know if he's going back to New Japan or if he's going to AEW. I can see both, <laughs> because it's almost like Shinsuke would pull a Cody Rhodes, yeah, type thing where it's like, oh, I've been at the top, the top in air quotations, right? It sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and I think I think that's what is going to make his decision. I don't. I, it, I can only imagine the only reason he's staying with WWE is because of the money, and he could just kind of phone it in. Maybe he's at that point in his career where he's like, "Fuck it, I've done it." Old enough. <laughs> like, "Fuck it, I've done it. I'm good." Yeah. I don't completely believe that though. But also, W compared to to New Japan schedule because their wrestlers have more time off. Yeah. I feel like WWE schedule is way harder on you physically. True. I mean, they're not putting on New Japan. Right, but you're on the road constantly. But you're on the road constantly. You're hitting the mat constantly. You know what I mean? Right. I think he's going to go wherever the money is for him. Because I don't know if they're going to... Comfortable money. Comfortable money. Super exceeding comfortable, but... Comfortable money to where it's well, like... Well, I can't... Okay, if it's comfortable money, then he's going to stay with WWE. WWE's going to offer him a contract and go, here, it's going to be relatively the same of what he signed coming in originally. Yeah. Or it's going to be less. And he's going to be either, okay, I'll stay and I'll do that and I'll stay in the U.S. Because his family all lives here. They've lived here since 2016. Mm-hmm. But do you up and say, fuck it, and go back home? Because now, your home, yeah, your home company is losing stars. They are hemorrhaging stars at this point in time, but they have their A game. But they're also they're still. If you ask me, they're still white hot. Like they're the pinnacle. Of I wouldn't call them. I wouldn't call them white hot. They are the the fucking standard hotter. of fucking pro wrestling, and they're hotter than what WWE or you know, in a sense of like fan base. Their fan base is hotter right Rapidly now than WWE. Growing, I think probably. Yeah. If you like great wrestling, right? You're probably watching. New I think Japan. more people are buying New Japan fucking world and watching New Japan more often. And their back catalog. And yeah. Finding or stars. Access watching through Access TV and shit like that. A lot of people know about it because of what they had, but again, a lot of it They're came losing. from their guy from their gaijin. Yeah. 
wrestlers, which, i.e., were the elite. The elite mm. were their fucking top gaijin stars. They're gone now. They're building AEW, but you still know it. Well, even a- before New that. Japan. Even before that, AJ left. Uh, what's her? The, the other people that were behind AJ. Uh, AJ, Gallows, uh, Anderson, Anderson, and then Shinsuke. And Shinsuke. then people really got to know who Finn, Shinsuke were. Finn before that. Right, but Finn, I even said it before, Finn wasn't that big of a fucking sign. Or was Finn after AJ? Finn was before AJ. Okay. But he wasn't as big of a fucking sign on. Everyone kind of knew who Prince Devitt was, but really wasn't like, oh my god. Yeah. And so now, and then he kind of built himself into that Finn Balor. It's Mm. big as shit. He's good. (laughs) Um, That seems to be a thing. It really is. Wrestling fans are just like, face paint. We like Sting. We like Warrior. We like <laughs> all these other people. Oh, okay. Right. Even though I know a mass majority of wrestling. Not a mass majority, but there's a mass hate for Warrior. But I don't know. If you like people hey, getting he said, he said, <laughs> and I quote, Queering doesn't make the world work. Meant as a wrestler, not as a person. <laughs> You're like fucking Jim Helwig, but the Warrior, though. So, that's what I'm saying is, if you like, same same reason, Warrior was proto-Goldberg before Goldberg. Think about it. Warrior did squash matches 90% of the time. Goldberg did squash matches 90% right. of the time. So Which, at I'm the saying. end of the day, were proto, or Hogan was proto, though, because <laughs> Hogan was doing squash matches. He won the title from the Sheik and like, or in the Iron Sheik and like, what? Five minutes? Like, it wasn't long. That was not a long match. I don't know. Warrior beat Honky Tonk Man in a minute. And Less than. It was 88 seconds. <laughs> I think it was like 88 seconds or some shit. It was like a minute 20. Yeah, it was like a minute 20. Um, Counting entrances and everything, yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's a good chance that Shinsuke goes back to New Japan. Because they need... No, I think it's New Japan because I think they need him more. Because they're again, they're hemorrhaging stars, and they have their, you know, the they the homegrown. Yeah. They have their homegrown talent. But imagine how much bigger they would get if they brought back Shinsuke, if he got the whole fucking entrance back and that, the swagger back. How would that mess up their storyline booking? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> it would. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that it, because it's that, not that title. I don't think Jay White's leaving anytime soon. I don't think so. Um, because then you throw Shinsuke, so then you got Nakamura in there, you got Naito in there. Right, you got well, here's here's, here's what you get here. You get like a six-man Imagine this. Well, no, well, which is fine. I'm totally fine with that. Imagine this, though. You're going into Wrestle Kingdom. You're going to need, if it's two nights, you're going to need two main events yeah. for both nights. One night's going to be the world or the IWGP title match. The first night, which will probably either be the first night or the second night, is going to be the Intercontinental title match. Mm-hmm. Shinsuke has defined what the IWGP Intercontinental title is. Like, where it stands today. Yeah. As, like, that... It's not even a tier below the IWGP. It's literally, like, a small half step so the right below... Before everyone gave no. up on it. Well, no, and the Intercontinental, because well, for the longest time in WWE, Intercontinental title was like, it was a step below, but it was it was a full step. This is literally like, the IWGP title is fucking 1A, 
and the IW or the IWGP title is one A, and the IWGP Intercontinental title is one B. They're about the same fucking level. The only difference is lineage. The IWGP title has a longer lineage, and it's their it's fucking focus. Over. Yeah, it's yeah. their big focus. The Intercontinental title was building itself, but it was behind or backed behind main event fucking guys like Nakamura. So bear with me on this. Night two needs a main event. If you do, if you do Naito versus White. Jay White for the IWGP title, then you do Okada. Nakamura versus Okada for the IC title. Maybe, maybe Okada's not in the, the heavyweight title. He's in the intercontinental. Right, which is pretty much a, a, it's it's basically in a lot of ways it is like the old IC title, mm-hmm. where it's the workhorse title, but it's also that fucking stepping stone to get you right back up into the world title picture. Right. Well, and also the intercontinental title for old WWE, WWF, whatever. Um, that's where a lot of the really good stuff was happening because during that time it was Hogan, Warrior, Macho Man. Not saying Macho Man did put on good matches, but you know what I mean. It's like you got your your body slams and your, your clotheslines and leg drops, and that's all you saw. Whereas the Intercontinental Belt, it was very much headlocks, headlocks, bulldogs, high flying moves, missile drop kicks, all this other stuff. All right. Like. Flying around like crazy people. It was your workhorse title. It yeah. was the guys who put I on these I great just matches. Find that stuff more. It's more appealing. It more is interesting. More, <laughs> yeah, it is way more appealing. Um, yeah. Now WWE just treats all their belts like Naito. Just <laughs> toss it up. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> trying to think of other another New Japan because like I really don't give a shit about any other title. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Those two. Like, Juice Robinson's going to run with the U.S. title. He's going to face guys, U.S. guys. I think the last prediction that I can come up with right now, because I can't really think of another one. Juice um, probably won't keep it. He will. I feel like they're going to give him a run with it a little bit, and then he'll probably drop it to whoever's coming in hot as a next guy. I feel like if he drops it, he's going to drop it to fucking David Finley. Or Dave Finley. Dave Finley will take it from him. Um... But it's last prediction. Is no, no, oh. it's his kid. It's his. Oh. It's his son. Like, uh. Um, my last prediction that I can think of right now is New Japan will do really big business in the U.S. this year with their U.S. dates. And I understand why you're gonna say it because <laughs> they're not bringing in the fucking talent for the. Uh, Road to New Year's or New Beginning. Because Greg said, well, I heard from Greg that none of their homegrown talent will be at any of the U.S. shows. They can't because the government shut down and they're not going to fucking well, bring in their work visas. Even aside from that, <laughs> even if it wasn't shut down, they're not going to be over there. They're yeah, not they would. Be over here. They would have. They had names down for guys that were going to. It's not the main event guys, but they had names. That were coming this way from New Japan that were homegrown town. They weren't making it because of the government shutdown. And they weren't <laughs> going to get their fucking work visas renewed. They can't. Yeah. They can't travel over here on work visa. Because government shut down. So that screws them for New Beginning. Stupid. But it's going to open up. 
Because New Beginnings got three shows, and this is going to suck for them. Because it's three shows. In L.A., Charlotte, and Nashville are the three shows. But then you have two real big fucking shows coming up in the States that are going to blow that shit out of the water that will make up tenfold for this. Because those three U.S. states, they can start building that U.S. brand that they keep talking about making for Ida, or for the New Japan. Which is where Juice would be... Juice would be Jay. the best friends. Uh, I don't know if Jay White would come. Jay White would probably stay in Japan. Well, and I'm just it. saying if he doesn't keep the title, that type of thing, he would get transferred over to the U.S. division, I would... Right. Because, like, in movies, China doesn't... China doesn't like diversity. (laughs) And I'm assuming... No, it's true. It's true. It is true. Um, I'm assuming that the Japanese, being of that same culture... Yeah. ...thinks the same thing of Americans. It's like, I don't... Well, for the longest... Well, for the longest time, the word gaijin... Was a fucking derogatory term. Yeah. So, so, I think they would have that same mindset of, well, they don't want to see our, our guys, our big guys. But that's not true. That isn't <laughs> For true for me. I don't know about anyone else. There's hardcore WWE fans that are like me. Trans sucks. They're stupid. Um, <laughs> okay, take that back. I have one more prediction. Um, but yeah, I think they'll do fine. Uh, I think I think they'll do so, fine. Uh, it no, is a lot. <laughs> Um, I think they'll do fine. I think they'll do fine getting past those points because then after that you've got... Because weren't the G1 shows that they did over here really big? The G1 specials? Really big, but they also had New Japan Town with them. Yeah. <laughs> they actually had New Japan Town. That's what I'm this saying is gonna is be, they might not... This is going to be guys from the States, and it's not like you can make it an all-elite show because they're not fucking there. No. Who do you have that's still U.S. talent? You've got Jay... Or, not Jay White, you've got... Juice Robinson, the best friends, Gray, uh, fucking Beretta and Chucky e. T. Um, maybe Dave Finley, because I think Dave Finley's got a U.S. Billy Gunn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go I ass. Just, go I thought, ass. I thought about that. It's like, oh, Billy Gunn's in New Japan. Right, who else do you fucking have? But I think they'll get past it. I think they will get past it. And the really well, fucking the big zone. shutdown thing. Is supposed to end for three weeks, so I don't know if those shows take place. Those shows are in like next week. <laughs> those shows are like next week, dude. Because it's three weeks, and then it's supposed to be January or February fifteenth is when it might possibly get shut down. Not to get all political, but right if they don't come to a deal, the fifteenth ever it's getting shut down again. Right. Well, I mean, if it's not a full blown comeback, then I don't know if they get their visas in. So, um, I don't know, and I don't feel like researching it. No, <laughs> um, but I think they'll do fine because then, right after the new beginning, road to new beginnings, mm-hmm. you got new beginning, and it's going to be the actual new beginning event in Japan. You'll have Jay White versus Tana. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they'll do fine because of G One Night One being in Dallas in July. Which is huge yeah. that they do G1 Night 1 in Dallas. 
And then you've got the um, super card at MSG with a Ring of Honor. Whoa. And that's going to do fucking fantastic. Which then comes to my next prediction, my last, my actual last prediction. Um, my last prediction is that Chris Jericho is going to continue to work with New Japan on his, like, on-off kind of deal. Not on-off deal, but his um, sporadic deal where he comes in every once in a blue moon. Talk and shit, he's going somebody up and... Leaves. Yeah, <laughs> and he's going to main event at MSG for New Japan. Possibility. Considering, I don't know. I'm I'm also curious as to why if Vince, because Jericho's pretty pretty over right now. Yeah. I'm curious as to why Vince just let him go. Listen to Talk is Jericho, his latest Talk is Jericho about yeah. him signing the AEW contract. Explains it all. He explains every reason why he did. Summarize it. <laughs> okay. Uh, essentially, what it was was Vince wanted to keep him, mm-hmm. wanted to sign him. Said, "Okay, Chris, I'll talk to you about resigning your contract or whatever if you're if you're done with Japan." And he's like, mm, "Actually, I'm kind of not. Like, I want to do. I've got a couple more dates. If you want to talk after I'm done with those dates, we'll talk." Never heard back from And then the money that Vince was going to offer him, he thought was kind of an insult for what other guys were getting at that point in time. And so Vince wasn't going to utilize like, him. So it sounds like a Brett Razor thing where it's like, I want to keep you, but I'm not going to pay you what right. you should be paid. What you, what I think, what you think what you should be worth, paid. What you're worth, yeah. What, you're, what you think you're worth Um. Is. Essentially, yeah, I guess that's what it is. And then he said, okay, cool, that's fine. And then Tony Khan, before then, talked to him mm-hmm. and said, I want to offer you a contract. If we do this, I want you to come in and work for us. Mm-hmm. So with Vince saying no, and then Tony Khan showing him the contract and going, this is how much I'm going to offer you, mm-hmm. and it being more than Vince ever fucking offered him, he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to work for you. <laughs> Which is smart. That's business right there. You yeah. work for the guy who's going to fucking pay you the most. Right. So, and they're going to utilize him. They're going to utilize Chris Jericho real fucking well in AEW because you kind of have to. I don't know how big their roster would be. I don't even know how many. It's still building at this point. I realize it's still building, but I'm just saying, like, how big of a roster do you need to put on a wrestling, whatever? A promotion. Promotion. At least. 32? 30 to 40. 30 to 40 guys. To get a relatively decent promotion. Uh-huh. That's guys and girls. You know what I yeah. mean? Because they've already talked about opening up the women's division. So, Well, there's. I keep seeing an ad because I followed uh, Miss Blanchard on... Whatchamacallit? On the Instagram? On the Instagram. And there's a Women of Wrestling mm-hmm. going... So oh, I wow, wonder, dude, yeah. Wow on Axis, that looks dope as hell, because I like Santana Garrett. I'm they wondering get a lot of Santana Garrett. If she's not locked in, if, because she was at All In, so I was like... Tessa Blanchard? She yeah. works for Impact, too. I know, but I'm saying, like, if she's going to leave Impact, Impact and Wow to go... You know, there's a good shot, because right because now... I'm picturing All In people for a majority of their roster, because obviously that's people... Cody Rhodes is friends with. Right. Or at least 
here's to do business. Here's who you should if you look at all in and the guys that were on that roster. Here's who you should all probably, the all the elite guys that were there. Yeah. And some of the indie guys that were there. Probably not Okada. Take well, yeah. Take away the New Japan guys. New Japan guys are not going. Who else? Who else was all, at all in? Penta. Penta's going to WWE. We confirming that? Or is that your prediction? That's what's highly speculated around everything else. Penta's do you think they're going gonna to do? Do you think they're going to do both of them? Penta and fucking Phoenix. Possibly. I would. I don't know how old Penta, Penta, Penta is. Penta's in his 20s. Is he? Yeah, he's young. He looks older. <laughs> he's a mask. How does he look older? I don't know. He just does. Uh, Penta's in his 20s. Either that, well, possibly they might bring both of them over as tag people. They would be a great tag team, but they would squander that. I would kind of hope they would do a NXT wouldn't. <laughs> NXT wouldn't. They would be great NXT tag champs. Jesus Christ, would they be great. Okay, so Penta was a part of it. Phoenix also was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho, obviously. Jericho. Omega. I can see Omega. Mysterio, Go. who's working for WWE now. Again? Um, yeah. He's huh. putting on fucking bangers, dude. With uh, Andrade Cien Almas. They've been putting on fucking bangers on SmackDown, dude. They've been putting on real great matches. Um, they they also had... Even though you said he was going to ROH, I can see him going. He's that. working with ROH as NWA champion. Yeah. Because I think, at the end of the day, it doesn't have anything to do with the promotion. Billy Corgan's the one who's paying him to fucking <laughs> stay as NWA champion. So who knows what kind of bankroll that's, that is with well, him. Well, I'm just saying, if he loses it or whatever the case is, I can see Nick Aldis going over there. So that's, yeah, good too. that's what I'm saying is certain contracts, they may sign them. But later, if AEW proves successful, which I don't, if you're a fan of good wrestling, I don't know why. Yeah. You wouldn't. Um, Bandito was a part of it, but I think he signed with ROH. Um, Flip Gordon, I feel like is going to, that's a toss up. I don't know if Flip's staying with Ring of Honor or if he's going to AEW. That dick guy. Joey Ryan's going to probably sign with fucking. AEW. I doubt it. I Actually, I doubt it. Because if they're trying to make a real good run for it, they're not going to want to put him on there. Because he's funny, it's comedy, this and that, but that's never going to get you signed to a fucking TV right. deal. Um, You'd have to get put on something like a channel that's really going to be the, into uh, that, like, understands the insight. The, or the insight. sucker guy. I don't know why, but he reminds me of Rick Rude. And he pulls Joey his... Ryan. Yeah. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. They're, yeah. they're probably not going to sign him because it's all dick-based dick bullshit. <laughs> and so I don't think a station, an actual station, is going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you came out with penises. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's going to make any sense to them, and they're not going to understand it. So, um... Joey Either Ryan's up in the air. they change... They slightly change the gimmick? I don't know. Maybe? They might. I There's a good I chance. I think there's... Still a sucker in the trousers, but it's not like... See, and that's not a big deal, but it's like the fucking I can flip you with my cock <laughs> deal. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's going to make it on major... I, it's not going to be on TNT. That's all I'm so, saying yeah. is they'll change it from, I don't know, right, to I, like his pinky or something. Right, something stupid. <laughs> um, I'm not saying the... You could do... Yeah, because he could... Uh, Joy Ryan, I think, will have a good shot. I'll take it back. For Joy some Ryan reason, he reminds me of... Right, because he's hairy. Yeah. 
and he's got a stash. and a beard, and the, the MLW attire reminded me of fucking jungle <laughs> Rick Rude oh, yeah. tights. <laughs> no, that's just Joey Ryan in general. Um, yeah, no, that's all that I can really remember from and then I don't, All In. Or all the, the women, too. From Britt Baker. Impact or no, because they, they were all independent at the time. Because I don't think any of them, except for maybe Blanchard, was working Impact. Chelsea Green was going to NXT. She's already mm-hmm. in NXT. Okay. Um, Gemma's probably going. Who? Emma. There we go. To AEW? She's working Ring of Honor. She's got a Ring she? of Honor contract, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's gobbling up people. It's like hungry, hungry hippos. It really is. Ever since <laughs> AEW announced themselves as a threat, everyone's trying to lock down people to contracts and deals. Yeah. Um, at this point, it, the women's match, the only one that's signed is Britt Baker mm-hmm. out of the four-way. Because who was it? Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, Tessa Blanchard, and Madison Rain, right? I think Madison Rain is also working at the Performance Center in NXT. Might be. And then Tessa's up I'll, in the air. She's working WoW and Impact. Right, and then who knows how long her contract is for those. So she could be going anywhere. Okay, so we'll do a little bit of overtime because we're already about an hour in, so fuck. Uh, let's do a couple rando predictions. This turned out... We didn't have really Any game anything. Plan. Shocker, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, we, this we found really our well. groove. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, Kyle, I'll swag back if it's, you saw that it's, video. It's not, oh. it's not our super shit show that we pulled on the road. So. I know. Hope you guys enjoy it. Fuck. I feel like there's going to be some asshole that's there. They weren't funny. <laughs> they weren't funny enough this week. Um... I predict that Rumble's going to be disappointing. No, I predict I, that Rumble's going to. I predict one if one of the two Rumbles is going to be fucking blow away. Last year we had both Rumbles be pretty decent. Like the women's Rumble was kind of a shit show for a minute, <laughs> and then it like kind of got their group. I think this year the women's Rumble's going to be on point, and I also predict that Charlotte Flair is going to win the fucking Rumble. And she's going to challenge Asuka, who's going to retain that title. And Becky Lynch is going to go after Ronda fucking Rousey. Because Ronda's going to cost her the title against Asuka. Um, I also predict that if Shinsuke stays in WWE, they're going to turn him face to face a heel Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, where he will finally capture the WWE Championship. So you're saying if Shinsuke wins, he's staying. Right? If, Is that what I just heard? Right. He's not going to win the Rumble. I'll no, tell you I'm that not right saying now. The Rumble, I'm just saying wins his, his title. Match, yeah, if he wins that title, because he needs something to validate why he's there. He has to be the best. He's a guy who came in as a young lion, he and they shot tr- a rocket up his fucking ass because <laughs> he won the title at 23. He should have been treated like AJ. Yeah. But they didn't because AJ was overworked himself. I'm not saying uh, NXT wasn't fine or whatever because that's some of his best WWE stuff. I'm just saying when he signed. They should have put him right on there. Just like AJ. It's like, oh, yeah. as soon as, you know, 
pull the same sh- stunt thing where it's like, ooh, Shinsuke's music hits, and then, holy shit, and everyone shits their pants. Yeah, people would have definitely shit their pants. Um, but I think they were afraid, too, that nobody really knew, because that was, like, that really early phase of Shinsuke being hot in the U.S. Like, the U.S. knew who Shinsuke Nakamura was. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, I predict that he will face Daniel Bryan, because that was the whole reason he came to WWE to begin with, was to face Daniel Bryan. Hmm. Um, I feel like, and predict that AEW, the two shows that they will have this year that we know about will be successful. And they will have huge names that come to the Double or Nothing and the Jacksonville shows that they have. Um, I also predict that they will debut on television and on a major network. Not a fucking Ion or Pop TV. Or Access. Or, or... yeah, any of the side channels. Like a TBS or a TNT or a big primetime fucking network. They are going to debut and they're going to do pretty well. Won't be on Fox. Nope, because WWE's on that. WWE's about to take Fox with SmackDown. What? All I know is Fox Fox is getting rid of all its entertainment media stuff. So like their movie studio, their television division, all that stuff to focus purely on news. That's why I said not Fox. Right, which sucks. Well, that's why it's funny because Fox... Disney acquired Fox is because Fox is like, we're focusing on news now. Okay. I don't know why you put all your basket, all your eggs in that basket, but okay, because... Political climate's toxic as shit. I don't know why you would want to be in that race. Because it's a okay. shit show, and they know for a fact that's where all the ratings are going to come from, is that shit show that is our fucking political climate. climate. <laughs> but they did also buy SmackDown, so <laughs> there you go. They're going to have SmackDown this year. I also predict that SmackDown is going to be dog shit <laughs> on the Fox Network this year when it debuts in October. It'll have a hot run for about a month, and then it's going to Go to hell. Yeah. Fox is good at killing shit. Yeah. Really good at killing shit. Have you seen The Simpsons? And or... Oh, I'm just saying, like, Firefly, Futurama, they're just good oh, at killing Oh, don't even get me things. fucking started on Firefly. Way to fucking go, Fox. <laughs> um, I predict that... Uh, Dollhouse, too. So, yeah, Fox knows how to kill shit. Yeah. I predict that the male Royal Rumble winner... Is Seth Rollins. And oh, okay. Seth Rollins will go on to face Brock Lesnar at WW, or at WrestleMania, and he'll beat him. I thought, Brock, I thought Brock was leaving. He's supposed to, but he still hasn't paid his fine for his fucking drug test shit for UFC. And they keep finding ways to re-sign him every fucking year, so I don't know what the hell's happening. But I feel like and uh, predict that I Rollins heard- is going to face him. Also heard a rumor that Conor McGregor wants to pull up a Ronda Rousey too and come to WWE or to a wrestling promotion of some sort. I also feel like that's true, but I feel like he would probably do better and make more and money I against. Think he possibly blew his chances when he decided to assault a bus with a chair. And... I don't. I don't think he did. I think. Well, for UFC, he killed. What the owner was like? No, he's done. 
No, and that's not true because he totally had that fucking fight against Abib. And Abib whooped his ass and then went out to the crowd to go whoop other people's asses from his camp. <laughs> um, I uh, No, he's got way too much money riding on a fact that he's will most likely have a rematch against Abib for the title. So he's, he's hot and worth too much money. Yeah, so not WWE worthy. So... <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't slumped down yet. Um, I predict that MLW will have a really hot year this year. Indies are going to be really hot this year. MLW, Ring of Honor, um, Evolve, which I guess you could call as an indie, and a lot of people are calling it the fucking feeder system to WWE, but it's an indie, and I think they're all going to have real hot runs this year. And people are going to really blow up on it. And, like, pro wrestling, I think, is going to jump a fucking... That's ultimately what my biggest prediction this year. Is pro wrestling is going to have a hot jump this year on content and people watching and focusing. Like, their their ratings, whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, MLW, whatever. Whatever streaming service, whatever fucking cable provider our television channel youtube channel channel, it's gonna start hitting fucking numbers like big numbers this year because they're aggressively everyone's aggressively signing their talent to make sure that they stay with that company Mm -hmm. because of what might happen between wwe and aew and new japan in a way too because new japan's trying to break into the market talking to greg about it so this was more about vince leaving leaving um as head honcho of wwe uh-huh. or giving the seat to triple h is like this is i'm gonna let you oversee technically i think it's stephanie that's gonna take over so that might not be a good thing i don't right. know but what i'm saying is because he wants to do xfl because he's he's focusing on xfl super hard personally i feel that the way the nfl has been declining rapidly in Oh yeah, that's another, that's another prediction. Super Bowl's gonna suck this year, guys. <laughs> so um, enjoy that. But the way it's just rapidly declining, if Vince can hit a football nerve, he could possibly make that his number two baby. Where it's like, yeah, XFL football, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he could compete with uh, the NFL. No, I, I agree too. He's going to he's I think that's what is happening as is right now, besides the fact of the Which AEW I kind of play. hope so. Right, I do like, too. Like I'm tired of NFL bullshit because like I don't watch it anymore, but it's gotten to the point where <laughs> the Patriots well, okay. Did you see did you see my post on Facebook? I did. About the Chiefs. Do you not agree with the fact that Tom Brady wins a fucking playoff, the championship game, to go to fucking the Super Bowl. Robert Kraft, I'm telling you, this just turned into a football podcast for a little minute. Um, But Robert Kraft, I fucking guarantee, pays, pays, not pays the refs, but pays, pays somebody to say, I'm making it to the playoffs this year. Or, what I also told my dad was, I don't think the season is is scripted. So out of whoever oh, yeah. is playoff worthy, they take the most marketable teams and go, "You're winning, you're winning," and then 
you are going to the Super Bowl, and you are going to the Super Bowl. Here's what I think. That's I'm with you. I'm with you on this because the fucking Patriots look like trash this year. During the season, they had moments where they were doing great. Oh yeah, playoffs and come, the, the two. and Tom Brady's a fucking miracle worker. But again, it's ref ball. That's Refs are calling the fucking stupidest penalties and not calling some of the fucking most obvious ones. Yeah. Because we'll go on the whole fucking Rams Saints fucking debacle. Um, but and Patriots go City to lose in overtime. In overtime to Double Tom Brady. Overtime. Yeah. Right, Tom Brady fucking hot start Kansas City huge comeback. Then they start looking like dog Had a shit. Better record. Tom Brady threw fucking two picks. Three almost. It would have been three if that dude was not on the fucking line, I think. That would have been I, three. I didn't watch it, but I just... They like, had they had the ball given back to him because the Yee threw a fucking pick right to the defender. Mm-hmm. Kansas City defender. It was called back on a late fucking flag for, uh, for encroachment on the defender. He was way too far in on the line. So they call it. That is the biggest line of horse shit on planet Earth. Because I defy That's anyone. That's worse than Katie Vick, guys. For real, I defy anybody. I can sit, I will sit here all day and say, their first Super Bowl win? Maybe, maybe. questionable? Maybe not. Because their first Super Bowl win came after 9-11. Probably, probably legit. But No, hear me out. Hear me out on this. Their first Super Bowl win came after 9-fucking-11. 9-11. Who wins the Super Bowl that year? A team called the fucking Patriots. True. Compared to the St. Louis Rams, who had a fucking hot run the year before, or two years before then. And Kurt Warner, who was a fucking incredible quarterback, loses a game like that to an uh, Adam Venetary kick. Well, that's also before they had Tom Brady. They had Drew Bledsoe. No, they had Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That was Tom Brady's fucking hit start right there. That's what started the whole Tom Brady. Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, Drew Bledsoe was playing, and then it got hurt, and then that's when they brought Brady in. Then they go on two other fucking Super Bowl runs right after that. Nothing to do with it. And your football. And your football. They have two fucking other games. I think they legit won those. Those were legit Super Bowl wins, because they were, uh, that was great teams. Yeah. Everything after that, per fucking scripted. And I'm not even saying just Patriot shit. I feel like the two Giants wins were fucking scripted. Saints? Because New Orleans just got hit by a hurricane. No. The year before. No, it wasn't the year before. Katrina be. was in 05. They won the Super Bowl in 2010. That was, was five it? years, yeah. But they had a hot Something story. Happened. Right, they, Something happened in New Orleans. Right, they had a hot story with Drew Brees being a big fucking deal and shit. Big dick energy from Drew Brees. Well, because they used they did that shit with uh, uh, Philip Rivers when I was watching. Oh, Philip Rivers has big dick energy, and we're gonna promote the shit out of him. Okay, cool. Did they legitimately say Philip Rivers has big dick energy? No, that's just what I feel like. Whenever you know, even with Vince, Roman's got big dick energy. That type of thing. You know what I mean? Like no, I get they're going they're over the top. They're going over the top. Well, okay, we'll look at it now. I can sit here and say that. Two Giants games, I feel like, were scripted. last two Patriots games were scripted. Oh, no. When they got caught, the reason I stopped watching football was is when they got, no, not Deflategate, when they got cheated, when they got caught cheating by the Jets and went to the Super Bowl and then 
you know what? They got a $50 million fine in their first draft taken away. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Mm-hmm. Like, they went to the Super Bowl. Guess what? Their fucking first-round draft pick doesn't fucking matter. Right. Bill Belichick's still going to find talent. And then... And then Deflategate was another reason. was like, oh, and again, I'm still not watching football. Because you got caught cheating again. Right. And the same bullshit. The problem is, is whenever fucking Roger Goodell came in, Roger Goodell was like, fuck this. This is a business. We're going to start marketing it like a business. We're going to start putting guys and teams that need to go. Because the amount of fucking great teams that you watch that didn't make it through, that you're like, how the fuck did you not win that? You are a great team, and I understand that some sometimes another team's just got your number. Fuck you. You just lost to a shittier team, like a way shittier team. That should have been a run-through. Mm-hmm. No, I feel like it's predictive. It's predictable, and it's, it's more scripted than pro wrestling in a lot of ways. I just feel like it's the playoffs, so like... Yeah, I, I'm with you, too. It's like the I'm saying, they pick the most marketable team. Who's going to make us money? Who's going to make our investors? Because we have to have fucking the Rolling Stones who are skeletons at this point play at the Super Bowl. All right, <laughs> we, we need, need Maroon we 5. We need a lot of money so we can just put on this giant fucking it's basically, circle jerk. Right, it's basically advertisement day. Super yeah. Bowl is nothing but advertisement day. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's get all this money from people who are paying for It's like for WrestleMania in the 90s. Dude, yeah. I'm with you. I understand exactly. From like, fucking ninety four to ninety six, ninety seven. Actually, probably up till two thousand. Because mm-hmm. Vince was all about that celebrity. That's why we got LT versus Bam Bam Bigelow at whatever fucking WrestleMania. WrestleMania eleven. Yeah. Which is the same WrestleMania that had Pam Anderson and fucking Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, celebs have always attended WrestleMania. But that's when it became, no, we're going to put celebs in the show. Right. So, that's what I feel like the Super Bowl is. And I'm not a football person anymore. It's just like, I don't care. Because it's all horseshit. See, that's why we should, this is where we shut it down. (laughs) We're already getting a football talk and we're just fucking losing our shit, so. Hey, Hey, I'm with you, brother. We could have a whole, if anything, we could make a fucking... Next episode, yeah, we can make our next episode, fuck football, fuck the NFL, can't wait for the XFL, they've got a Dallas team, I can cheer that fucking team, (laughs) my team's dog shit, because there's so much hate between Roger Goodell and fucking Jerry Jones, there really is, Jerry Jones is like, fuck you Goodell, I can do what I want, I fucking make all the money I want, and he's like, that's cool, watch your team not go to the Super Bowl, (laughs) bye bye, and they have a fucking solid team, they have a solid team. And they're just not making it. And it's like, tell me that's not fucking scripted over the past three years. Like, Dak Prescott and fucking Ezekiel Elliott's goddamn rookie year. They should have fucking killed it. (laughs) They made it to the playoffs, right? And then lost Mm -hmm. against the Green Bay Packers. That's some other bullshit. In Texas, due to a shitty fucking pass interference call. Well, that's also when everyone in the NFL and NFL media was blowing Aaron Rodgers to kingdom come. They're still fucking blowing him. Tony his butthole. They fired his goddamn Same head coach. Same thing with Brady. Brady too. Right. Well, look at look at look at the commercials. There's two buttholes they love to to talk. Right. Okay. There's Brady. a lot of them. Brady's. <laughs> Brady's. 
Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. <laughs> Not so much now, but before. Philip Rivers at a point. Yeah, they kind of did. Donovan uh, McNabb the at Mannings. a point. The Mannings, yeah. Not so much Eli anymore, because he looks like he's got Downs in him, but that's a whole different fucking thing. Alright, well, fuck it. What's your plugs, brother? What do you got to plug? What do I have to plug? This, this podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud under the Shellshock Network. And uh, Twitter at uh, Noir1930. Or just type in Zach the Drunken Co-host. <laughs> So there you go. I like that. Yep, you were listening I have to... A, or, you and I both have WrestleMania podcasts coming up. Yes, we do. Shell Shock. Yes, we do. Well, fuck, we, I need to go finish the ones that I'm already fucking booked. I think I... You booked a lot. I booked a fuck ton. <laughs> but I don't know when Greg's ready for me, and I always wait for him to fucking shoot me a text going. Because I've already got three... Because I did six and 18. I already got three and ten done. Yeah. Three and six ten are... Six and nineteen. Six and eighteen. It was eighteen. Okay. Um, I've got three and ten done. Now I've got twelve. Question did mark. Did you steal twelve? I, I think I did. I don't know. Because you and Donald literally were like gulp. Yep. Well, because we found out that I think me and Greg were sitting there trying to figure out who was taking. Or yeah, I asked Greg. I was like, "What's open?" And he gave me the list of what was open. I was like, give me this one, this one, this one, this one. And I was like, I know 17 I got, because a lot of people got heat with me, because I got fucking 17. Um, 19 I know I have too, because I'm really fucking excited for 19. You took some 20s. I did. 24, 22, maybe. Whatever. I can see you taking the Taker, Michaels, and the Michaels. Yeah, Michaels, Taker, series. Yeah, I think I probably did that. I feel like I would have did... I feel like I would have did 22, too, because it was in Chicago. And I wanted to talk about how I was pissed off that I didn't get tickets to that. Um, but anyways, you were listening to this on the Shellshock Network. Um, there are tons of great shows on here, on this network. Uh, the Shell Pod. That are less raunchy. Don't talk about football. I don't know. Shell Pod. <laughs> I think you guys are starting to step it up in the raunch department department and i fucking love it you boys are filthy and i, I want to hear more degenerates you degenerates uh they got the noah archive uh throw punch and lombax what else is there uh ddt dreamcast shell pod, shell pod well, after the fact greg's fucking artwork fucking <laughs> archive of bullshit that he just records wrestle and everyone weekly. else uh wrestle weekly i don't, I don't think they do wrestle it. weekly i don't think he does oh. it anymore you don't have to ask the professor, guys. And then you can catch me on the Twata machine at uh, Joe underscore D-I-Y-H. Um, look for my new header, if anything. It's Joe the Porn Enthusiast, <laughs> if you hear this at the beginning. Um, and as the happy new father of a newborn and a... Goo Gaga. Goo Goo Gaga and a slightly oh. intoxicated man. Want to wish you guys a happy 2019 since we're coming to you and the new year. Merry new Christmas. Year. Merry fuckmas, ass mouth. Kwanzaa. <laughs> Kwanzaa kin. And uh, Spaghetti Monster Day. Is that man one of those Chinese? You guys take it easy.